Hey, welcome everybody once again to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. I'm your host, Mike Parker, and joining us today, we have some, uh, I guess this is kind of like the third wheel edition, me being the third wheel, because uh, as I look into my computer right now, uh, there's a couple of people sitting across from me. Of course, we have the uh, the original brewmaster, the OB, not the, not the OG, the OB, we have determined, Artie Tafoya. And uh, like I said, he brought a date. It is uh, the lovely Carrie Tafoya. How are you both? We're doing great, Mike. All right, cool. It's well, nice to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you guys, too. And uh, again, we just like, it's just the, right now, you know, I think people are doing the best they can. And uh, it's, it's awesome to talk to you, uh, you know, virtually here through the computer. But can't wait till we get, get together again in person. But this is going to be a fun episode because I think that, uh, you know, everybody knows Artie and Carrie, you know, from ABC. So I think we'll spend a little bit of time getting to, to know you guys. And uh, we'll definitely get to that portion to sort of hear your story, how you guys met, you know, how you started a family. I think we'll, you know, just there's a lot going on in the world right now, and a lot going on as far as you know business and reopening. So why don't we kick things off and uh, talk a little bit about that? How are you guys holding up? How are things? Hey, not bad, Mike. But we've uh, we've been together. Uh, Carrie and I have spent a lot of time together over the last few months. And a, lot of time. a lot of time. A lot of time. You know, the fact that we're we still like each other somewhat is uh, is a testament to our marriage. I think. It's been a challenge, uh, obviously, since the middle of March, and um, you know everybody's missing their favorite spots. And I told you, I think on uh, you know our inaugural—well, it wasn't our inaugural podcast. It was the inaugural the version of during the COVID era uh, when it was me, you, and Jack. And Jack was joining us from from Florida. He somehow escaped to warmer weather, um, which the, there is no escape from warmer weather now. It's been 90 degrees for the last like you know two weeks. Um, here in here in Pennsylvania, but I told you as soon as you guys opened up, I was going to be the first one through those uh, those big wooden doors in Harrisburg, and I kept my promise. I don't know if I was I I wasn't the first person, but we were there on day one. Uh, me, Tara, and the kids. We we went in, uh, got got a meal. Had a really great server, by the way. Um, yeah, I heard she was good. <laughs> yeah, that just happened to be our daughter Natalie working that night. She said. I know who she is, but it's like it's almost to the point where do I have to? I always have to like, you know. So how are your parents? You know, what I mean, like, I, it's, it's like I almost know her now to the point where you know you don't have to go through those little uh, the small talk, you know. So she yeah. she did a great job, and um, you know, it was needless to say, it's it's going to be a little different there because you know there are, people have started to adjust to things. You know, people are working from home. People are. People are getting takeout all the time, and there are opportunities to go out. And I see some people, you know, posting on uh, Facebook and stuff. They're out, they're out there eating and stuff. But a lot of outdoor spaces, and to actually go go back and get into to old habits. So people aren't exactly a hundred percent ready, 
but I do think people are embracing it somewhat. Uh, we definitely wanted to do our part, and uh, you guys tell me, what, what are you seeing out there? Well, it's, it has been slower than normal. Um, you know, I think people are taking some time to get back. They're, uh, you know, uh, everybody has a different feel for what's going on, and, you know, depending on uh, what uh, media outlet you listen to or what other uh, information you're receiving, you know, it's either telling you, you you can be a little, you can you can be safe and go out, or or hey, don't go out because uh, it's getting worse all of a sudden. So, you know, it just sort of depends on on, on what you hear and, and how you feel about yourself. You can't make people go out, but what we can do is provide an atmosphere at every one of our locations where they can feel comfortable in coming in and seeing that we're we are taking care of everything that we committed to and every mandate that's out there. Yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty impressed. I mean, you go in, and just like everywhere else from the, you know, like the bank to the gym or, heck, I mean, like even fast food, the McDonald's drive through and stuff like that, there's, um, you know, there's plexiglass. You guys have added that, like in the entry area, there was, you know, sort of the instruction about wearing a mask until you get to your table of course it was uh there was there was little indicators i noticed uh you know on the table that said this table has been sanitized and then i assume that there's some sort of uh training that you've had for your servers and stuff where they, they sort of flip that one over until it's like so that you know they they know which tables have been totally cleaned and, and re-cleaned and everything else i was impressed and we we were right at home we felt very at ease and it was our first time you know uh going out anywhere so hey thanks for the great experience and I'll, I'll, I do want to get into what I ate that night a little bit more because <laughs> it was it was kind of unique. It was the first time, and uh, I'll get to a cool new menu item that I found. But what about the other? You know, uh, you know how how are things now? Because you have some outdoor. I think people are maybe a little bit more comfortable with like the outdoor seating. So you do you do have some opportunities to go eat at you know an ABC with some some outdoor seating, right? You bet. Uh, every location has outdoor seating. Uh, you know, as it, as it heats up outside, um, you know, people want to be uh, undercover, of course. So we've tr uh, tried to provide some undercover uh, outdoor seating, whether it be a tent or, or uh, sun shades or something like that, in order to keep people out of this direct sun. But, you know, also it's just a, a open air. People like the open air, and I think it's been great. But, you know, on the super hot dates, uh, they also are coming inside now, so... Uh, we always found that previous years in the summertime, everybody sort of came back inside, you know. So uh, it's uh, that's something that we noticed in the past, and I think we're getting there here in the next week or two. How about you, Carrie? Have you uh, have you embraced like you know going back to some? Because we talk about Appalachian Brewing Company, but I mean, you guys live in a cool community over there, and like uh, Camp Hill and stuff, where there's a lot of neat cafes and stuff, and and places around the. The, the city to um, hang out. Have you, have you sort of gone back as a local business owner to support other local business owners and how you feel about it? Yeah, actually in Camp Hill, we're lucky because we have a lot of small businesses, especially up on Market Street. So we've both of us have been up to um, go to a coffee shop up there and um, get some lunch and even some breakfast in some places. So there is a lot of um, activities that you can do outside in this area, which is nice. And I, going out to some of the restaurants, and ABC is one of those, the inside and the outside choices are really nice to have, because it depends on your mood and what the what the day's like. So it's a great place to meet up with um, friends and feel safe and secure. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It, like, the deck's a great place up until about, you know, 
well, again, depending on how much cloud cover there is and filtered sunlight, as they always like to say, yeah. that's the way. That's the uh -huh. weatherman's way of you know trying to say that there's like some cloud coverage during the summer when it's ninety. But like, I mean, it it can get brutally hot, and uh, anytime you're under an umbrella at minimum. But it's nice to be in air conditioning because oftentimes you're actually outside already, and then you're like, hey, let's go grab a bite to eat. I'd rather go somewhere that was air conditioned than continue to sit outside and sweat while I ate. So. Well, it does help if you have a nice cold beer in your hands. It does well, help. Well, you know, I don't know what took me so long, but I actually do. I actually do have uh, a nice cold beer. I've, uh, I have a, I'm representing the, uh, the, the, the water gap wheat here today. Uh, so I will say cheers to both of you. And cheers. Cheers. you down. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Clink. There you go. That's good. Virtual beers on that end. It's Virtual fine. Virtual beers. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I did see... Um, uh, that there are some of my favorites coming out. Uh, you just got the July Brews letter. Saw that the guys are busy working on some cool stuff. You want to talk about the, the seasonals that are coming out that we can expect to see soon and then maybe some other stuff. I think there might have been a sour in that mix already that's on its way. Yeah, you bet. Like the, um, uh, the sour that was made uh, in our sour brewery down in Gettysburg uh, is a orange creamsicle sour. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's got uh, orange puree and then uh, some vanilla in there, and uh, some lactose to give it some, some roundness uh, in, the, in the body. So it's, uh, it's really nice. I, I was able to get over and try it yesterday and, and just uh, get a preview taste of it. And then they're releasing it this Friday on the 10th. Uh, hopefully this podcast is done and people can uh, hear about it to go check it out. But if not, you can certainly come after. It'll be around for a couple weeks. Nice. And I also saw the uh, my, one of my personal favorites, the Hinterland Hefeweizen's on its way. Uh, we, that's we a good one. Always a good one. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's good. How can I get that, Artie, if I want to stop in? and Is it growler, crowlers? What are you guys doing these days? You bet. Growlers and crowlers for the Hinterland. It's a draft-only product, but uh, uh, surely come in and get a crowler or growler in the location uh, closest to you. All right, cool. All right, well, it's a good start to the podcast. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I have a couple things I want to cover yet. First of all, I want to go over, again, my recent experience and uh, talk about a cool new menu item that I tried out that uh, had me all shook up. <laughs> it's just a hint there. And um, then I also want to talk, I guess, when we come back immediately, I don't know, I want to get to know Carrie a little bit. We know Artie pretty well. There's always a uh, very strong woman behind a strong man. And we're going to get to know... The better half, Carrie, when we come back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Okay, and we're back with the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. I'm your host, Mike Parker. Joining us today, it's a uh, third wheel edition, as I'm saying, me being the third wheel, and the, uh, the car that's driving the, the ship here today is the DeFoyas. Artie, we know, and uh, Artie, intro why don't you go ahead for those just uh, tuning in here. Introduce us to the uh, lovely woman to your left. Well, i got to tell you, Mike, uh, I don't know how I made it through business uh, this long in, uh, in the industry I'm in, but uh, there's one person that has always been uh, right behind me. She's always had my back, and you know, anytime I say, hey, this is what we're going to do, she's, she's always fully supported me. Um, she doesn't like when I leave clothes on the floor <laughs> and small issues like that, but, but I, I've been trying to change her. And 
She's getting used to it after 26 years of marriage. 26 years. All right, Carrie. So if, if, I want your side of the story. because So basically when we picked up this podcast months, you know, going on a year ago, we heard about Artie, and he, of course, he, he always gives credit to his family, of course, his wife um, being you. Uh, however, you know, I just want to know, you know, so I think where we kind of started the, the story there is like uh, Artie's working at a, you know, he's, he's, he has a brewery, he has a business, uh, you know, out in, what is it, Steamboat Springs or Steamboat, something? Steamboat, yep, oh. Steamboat Springs, Colorado. All right, so you're out there in Steamboat Springs, or where, like where are you originally from, and how do you end up getting hooked up with this guy? Well, I grew up in Rhode Island, and I thought after going to four years of college in Massachusetts, I decided that it was time to get out of New England and decided to hop in the car with a friend and drove all the way to Colorado, where we spent a winter there skiing, and then decided that was such a fun winter, maybe we'd do it again for another winter. And just so happens that um, New Year's Eve was the night Artie and I were to decide that we liked each other's company, I guess. <laughs> That was many, many years ago. So you, you just met, you met him on New Year's Eve, or you knew him a little bit before? Or? Yeah, no, I knew him a little bit before. He had um, he was building a brewery right at the base of the mountain there in Steamboat. And one of the really cool ski uh, runs that came down was called the Heavenly Days. And my friend worked for him and his business partner, and I eventually thought that maybe I'd go hostess there for a little while, and that's where I met Artie Tafoya. Yeah, like I told her, you can uh, either work here or date me, and if you date me, I have to fire you, so I had to fire her. Yeah, I got fired that night, but it was over a root beer float, so it was okay. <laughs> so did you think he was kind of a, like, I mean, this is a while ago, let's be honest, so like, you know... These days, if you hear somebody, you know, building a brewery or opening up a, you know, a brew pub somewhere, that but back then, opening a brewery is this is this a crazy idea or was this like you know in Colorado where is it really that far ahead of Pennsylvania back then? Well, it was yeah. I mean, it was way ahead of Pennsylvania at the time, and it was a really cool idea. But it also happened to have a great nightclub area where they had some awesome bands. So if you were going to go see a good band in, in that area. Heavenly Days was the place to go. So, you know, knowing Artie, I managed to get myself in the door a few times, and we saw some fabulous live music out there, and that's definitely a, a great thing. Cool. Yeah, the bouncers would let her cut the line, Mike. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have allowed that if I knew about it. I just snuck right in. I mean, you fire her, you won't let her through the line. It seems like a, you know, sort of a one-sided relationship at this point, but no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're not paying a good picture so far. <laughs> no, needless to say, it all starts off that way, believe me. I'm not even going to get into yeah. the first night I met my wife. It's uh, embarrassing <laughs> no, for, for me. Yeah, good times. Actually, the other funny story that we like to tell is first time we ever showed up to a ski date, because um, that's what you do in a ski area in Colorado, we had the same skis on and the same poles. So we couldn't decide, is that a sign or is it weird? So <laughs> we went with it being a sign, I guess. It was a sign. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sign that I needed to upgrade my equipment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you both love beer. I think that's probably something else that might have brought you together. Let's let's. And you guys have gone to the fridge at this point, and uh, Carrie brought something back. What are you guys uh, sipping on tonight? Well, I grabbed a mountain. Oh, I don't have to show you. I grabbed a mountain lager because it's 
a warm night, and that's always a great beer to drink when it's hot out for me. And I've got the classic, Mike. I got the uh, Hop Trails IPA. Both winners. Uh, yep. Uh, tastes lovely. It's uh, nice, refreshing. Uh, the brewers are just kicking out some incredible stuff right now. It's amazing. Cool. So then here you are. You guys are in uh, Colorado. It seems like you're having a good time. You decide, had, had you decided then to move out there and uh, be together? And, and like, you know, does, does, a, does a family follow pretty soon? Or Yeah, well, we got married out there in 94. Um, and it was kind of one of those weddings where, you know, you invite a bunch of people and you think maybe half of them show up and everybody went, yes, vacation in Colorado for the week. So we definitely had one of those fun weddings that a lot of people came to, um, including a pig roast. That was our main meal at that time. Um, but after that, we, um, we lived there for about a year and a half, and then we moved to Kansas City, where Artie had some work at the time, for about a year, and that's where our oldest daughter was born. So Elizabeth was born in um, Kansas City, Kansas, and then when she was six weeks old, we picked up the car, or picked up packed up the house and moved to Camp Hill. And daughter number two was born just about two years later. So that's how we got to this area. And we settled into Camp Hill nicely. It's a nice community to be able to raise a family. Um, Artie in Harrisburg could, you know, hop back and forth to work pretty easy from this area. So that's how we got to Camp Hill. Artie, what was it? Was it the... Uh... The twinkle in her eye was it the uh, the sense of humor? Was it the skis? No, I think I finally met somebody who could put up with me. <laughs> he did say <laughs> he saw me sitting at the bar drinking a Guinness, and that was a factor as well. Hmm, interesting. Well, that was definitely a, point, <laughs> a good point in your direction. <laughs> that's cool. That's uh, great. She's always been a beer girl. That's why I love her. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's a great sign. And, and uh, you know what? It's the same thing. Um, when when Tara and I met, we we quickly figured out that. You know, it wasn't like uh, one of us was a wine person and one of us was a, you know, a, like a cocktail typer. We don't purely. She's we were we're we're both beer people, and when we dated, you know, it was that was our that was date night. It was was checking out a brewery, and wherever we traveled, we you know it was a little harder back then because you didn't have Alexa or uh, you know whatever else just to ask. <laughs> We actually had to do some research, but like if we'd go visit, you know, a family member down in Virginia or, you know, anywhere, we just we we'd look for, you know, where's try to find. We'd ask people, is there a brewery around? And and like you know, you'd find these cool places that, I mean, it's I always compliment you the fact that you guys have been in operation for over twenty years because I'll tell you, you know, twenty some years ago there were some pretty cool breweries that just didn't make it, you know, and the ones that we were were around when we dated, I could I could name, you know, on on one hand how many of them in some of those those places are are still around so uh yeah you know it's a testament well one of those one of those things i'd say that brought us together or things that we'd like to do is is there were beer festivals there's always been beer festivals in our life i feel like from when we first started dating up until now you know we used to be the the young people going in with the beer and having fun with everybody now we're kind of the old farts are there, but we're still there having fun. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I'm starting to get to know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, like the, the flower girls at my wedding are now going to beer fests, you know, and they were like my little cousins, and 
and uh, it's just it's it's incredible how time flies. But you know, sometimes yeah. uh, things stay the same, and uh, the love of beer does definitely bring people together. So it's very interesting, Mike, that our daughter Natalie turned twenty-one this year. So now we, she was a COVID twenty-one <laughs> uh, year old. So we we actually she uh, you know she goes to Penn State. She uh, we set up the basement like one of the bars in Penn State and uh, up at State College, and then. I was the bouncer, and, and uh, mom was the bartender, and she she came in. I carded her and checked her ID, and, <laughs> and we ran the whole gamut. And then she had all of her friends on Zoom with her at the bar. So that was the best we could do, but we really had a good time. We laughed forever, and, and uh, the bartender and the, and the, and the, uh, the ID carder bouncer were, were doing shots with her at the end of the night. <laughs> It was a good time. We had to do the best we could. I th yeah. Probably at the beginning of the night, they were <laughs> if I'm hearing the story. Uh -huh. Yeah, so I've always said this to my friends, and, and now I say this to our daughters. You know, sometimes when you uh, spend time with Artie, you might not know exactly what you're doing or what's happening, but somehow in the end, it's always a pretty good time. <laughs> yeah. He's always full of surprises and things up his sleeve, so that's what keeps life exciting, I guess. As long as I've known Artie, he's always sort of been a you know a big idea guy. Like if we're gonna do yeah. something, do it, and let's not you know let's let's go full bore on on something. So it, it sounds like that's how it's been. Uh, would you like it? Would you like uh, just? I could give you ten examples, but here's <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah. He said. You know, we really should put a second floor in our house because we lived in a small ranch. So we thought about moving, but thought, you know what, let's just take off the roof and put a second floor. And I was like, okay, so when are we going to do this? And he, you know, got a little bit of a plan going. And I think I came home from work to one day with a dumpster in my driveway and already up there with a bunch of friends with power tools just ripping off the top. And I was like, today? Today's the day? <laughs> We had a window. Yeah. Had He's like, the weather looked really nice for like 10 days, so we're doing it. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, along the terms of like, uh, you know, a pig roast or uh, planning like one of the um, anniversary parties or, I mean, just oh, the fact yeah. that when you, you know, you opened up the Mechanicsburg uh, facility over there. I mean, this, uh, that, it was a, it was an old car dealership and you turned it into a soda factory and an, and an a world-class restaurant. I mean, these are these are big ideas, and obviously, uh, you know, the bigger they are, it, it's you're going to have a big reward, or you're setting yourself up for you know uh, big surprises and, and possibly big failures. So, I imagine there's been a little bit of, of that along the way, and I'm imagining that uh, Carrie has has probably had a couple of sleepless nights along your side, but you guys have uh, made a good pair for for how, what is it, 26 years? Yeah, 26 years in September. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Like I said, it's always an adventure, but it's all good. <laughs> we managed to work together. One other thing we missed out on this uh, over this uh, COVID time is uh, we were supposed to be in Barcelona, and then we were going to go to the Running of the Bulls. Oh, and uh, we had our tickets, we had everything ready to go, and everything got, got canceled. But we did get an email. Uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, get ready uh, to plan for next year. For, uh, 2021, <laughs> so... so uh, I think they lost their whole season there in uh, Pamplona, and I'm guessing that's the um, uh, one of their big money makers in that town. No matter what, I think that um, Artie always has a plan in the back of his head, even if he doesn't say what it is. It's always a good one. <laughs> well, you guys have found a little extra time on your hands then uh, at home this summer. So hey, I'm figuring you'll either just spend it with each other, or you're going to come home someday, and uh, the third story will be 
being added to the house there. So. Uh, well, there's, 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 I, I'm referring to that now is Artie's COVID projects. It's always probably better if he's got one going. I'm getting tired. <laughs> I hear you. All right, well, this is time for a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about some uh, some stuff that's going on. If you're if you're headed into the, the brew pub, some things I look forward to, and I'll talk about my most recent experience and one of the new menu items that I tried, and I'll give you my quick review when we come back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast, and uh, we're here with Artie and Carrie DeFoya today. It's been a lot of fun getting to know you guys, uh, you know, well, getting to know your story. Um, you know, everybody knows you guys are, are around the brew pub more than probably anybody, but uh, not many people have probably delved into your, you know, your history, how'd you meet, all that stuff beyond just a, you know, a quick little thing. So it's, it's always, it's always cool to know how people that you know actually got to meet. Cause it's, what I find interesting is, is like, I can almost never picture just Artie. I would always have picture Artie and Carrie. And obviously, Carrie, I met you through Artie. So, you know, knowing that you actually had lives and everything before each other, was, <laughs> even though yeah. 27 years ago. Yeah, yeah. well, we've, our kids have been raised in that restaurant setting as well. Um, you know, there was a time when, with Elizabeth especially, if we wanted to see Dad, we had to go down to the restaurant to see Dad and say hi to him. So she especially grew up in that brewing slash restaurant world and had a lot of knowledge of that. So when she turned 21 two years ago, um, it was only fitting that she had a beer named after her. And that was, she liked that. That was really fun. They made a saison that year and that was the little tea. Oh, yeah. That is uh, named after Elizabeth Tafoya. So she, she likes that. So she, you know, not many kids can say they had a beer named after her for their 21st birthday, but she definitely spent a lot of time in that brewery growing up. <laughs> Yeah, she earned As it. As do a lot of brewers' kids. <laughs> cool. All right, well, so I was just at the brewery, uh, like I said, uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, you know, things reopened. We went in as a family, had a, had a great time, sat down, opened up the menu, looking for uh, one of the old favorites, and there were a couple of new items on there. And so I decided, hmm, I'm going to try something different here. And it was the name... They caught me. All right, but so I was I was actually I was I was set on a burger. So I was actually I went right to the burger section and that's when the name caught me. So here it was. It was the Elvis. The Elvis burger. The oh, Elvis right. burger. So the description of that already. Uh, Elvis obviously if for everybody who knows, I mean he had more than just a love of uh, blue suede shoes and um, it was uh, wacky suits that he used to wear in his older years, the rhinestones and everything. He he had a, his his appetite was for the the famous sandwich, the peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwich. Is that what it was, or was That's it? That's right. Okay, all right. So so give me talk. We we know a little bit about the inspiration. But let's talk about the. I want you to describe the Elvis where you guys came up with it, and then I'll, and then I'll definitely tell you how I felt about it. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I tra- I do a lot of traveling. At least I try to because I I, I sometimes feel like some of the uh, the next new ideas uh, are ideas that have already occurred uh, somewhere else. So I travel a lot to try to find uh, new ideas that are happening. You know, the Elvis Burger's been around a long time, but, you know, it's sort of making a, a renaissance now. 
I always try to find those items that are sort of coming around so that people see them on the menu. They go, hey, you know, I heard about that. I'm going to try it, right? We always also try to put a little bit of a spin on that, too. Uh, we always try to make everything a little bit ABC. So we put a little bit of spice in the peanut butter mix and uh, just to give it a little more flavor. Of course, the banana uh, bananas on there. You know, we tried grilling them originally, and, and it didn't really work out that great, I don't think. So we end up going with just fresh bananas on there, plenty of them on top. And uh, you just bite into that sandwich and the, with the little spicy peanut butter and some bananas and, and the burger, and it just, you know, everybody. some people go, oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> It's, a, it, it is, uh, it's amazing, as you as probably experienced. Yeah, I actually, like you said, like it's the, that first bite is because, so, you know, I guess because I'm raising little kids right now, uh, that like, you know, peanut butter, first of all, my favorite dessert is, is like a chocolate cake with peanut butter icing. Right. So, I mean, and like, who doesn't love my like, favorite too. Right. I mean, we live, uh, we live near Hershey and, uh, you know, it's been one of those Father's Day presents for years is like, you know, a big pack of the, uh, you know, Reese's peanut butter cups. So, like, so I love the peanut butter and chocolate is a good combination for me. But you know what? Like, I am also a fan of like this, the sweet and savory. So the bacon does it for me. And then, you know, I am, I do like banana. So I'm thinking now I'm just putting all these things together. <laughs> And I'm thinking Elvis might have been onto something here because it was delicious. And you get this, the peanut butter, a little spicy, and you think to yourself, well, you know, peanut butter kind of gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. But the difference is you've got this perfectly cooked um, Mygo medium well, you know, with the burger, and then it's just like a juicy explosion, and the peanut butter and the burger, it just and the, and the warmth, it just it makes for a delicious bite. So I think it's a great I think it's a great addition to the menu because it is one of those items that I think some people are gonna really really love it and other people are just gonna want to really try it at least one time, and I can say that if they know going in that all the flavors are there that you just described, it is it definitely lives up to the to the name and um, it's basically as as epic as as Elvis. So thank you for thank you for adding it. It was. Uh, it, it was quite delicious. And I think we washed that down that night with uh, a Mad Cameron, Belgian wit beer. You know, the menu process is, is something I wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy. You're working with chefs. You're working with other people. Uh, you know, everybody's got an idea of what should go on the menu. We only have a certain amount of room to put it on. We don't want to add five or six items to the menu because then it becomes a little more cumbersome. So the whole process, and then all of a sudden you'll say, uh, I have to charge $26 for that. That's, you know, that's not going to work for, for a salad, right? So, right? so there's certain times where we'll have the greatest idea, and it just won't work because you can't meet your cost analysis on it. Uh, one of the other items that, that I've been actually working on for, for two years, I think, is to put bowls on the menu. We finally got them on the menu now. Uh, we call them the power bowls, but they're, uh, we have a cassado bowl and also a Thai peanut bowl. And uh, they're flying out of the kitchens right now. And uh, I gotta tell you, Mike, it's, it's my new favorite item. You get your veggies, get your chicken, and uh, all that good yumminess inside. Tons of flavor. It works for yeah, me. Yeah, it's great. We've talked about it before, you know, our favorite menu items. And I, and I always go back, if I could pick from a couple of different categories, like, you know, like I, I always like the flatbread, I always love the stromboli. 
my wife loves the hog wild, and I always love the, the nutty fruity salad. And as a family, we always get the elephant ear as a uh, as a dessert. But so so, oh, Carrie, what's like your what are your go tos? Yeah, and I agree with the nutty fruity. That's a great one. But I tell you, a lot of times, Artie will call and say, "Hey, um, Joey, bring home dinner," and I'll almost tell him that I like the, the grilled Caesar salad with the chicken. That's one of my favorites, especially with black blackened chicken on it. That's a great one. They do have a nice summer salad right now that's spinach and berries and feta with a hoppy poppy dressing. It is really good. Nice, light, refreshing. And um, and you go back to their burgers. My favorite um, a lot of times is to have a turkey burger. Um, the yurt and a turkey burger is fabulous. <laughs> a little bit of barbecue and the onion rings. It's very good. So there's lots of options, but those are probably my go-tos there. Nice. Artie, anything that you're gravitating towards lately besides the bowl? Yeah, when it comes to a burger, Mike, I'm a, I'm a fire jumper guy. I like that, <laughs> that real spicy jalapeno burger uh, that we have. It's, uh, it, just, it just works for me. Um, no, I've, I, truly, I've been eating the bowls lately because they're a little healthier. You know, you got all <laughs> sorts of good veggies in there. And, uh, uh, you know, trying to keep my weight down, Mike, it's, it, it, I think I gained the COVID-10. Maybe not the COVID-19, but... He's working on his summer bond now. That's good. All right. I heard it was the quarantine 15, but... <laughs> absolutely. You know, you, you like we got we both have these dad bods to protect. You know what I mean, Ari? So, yeah, yeah. You know, you never know when the paparazzi could show up, and uh, next thing you know, you're, you're in the berg, you know. Oh, you know, yeah. There he is. <laughs> walking on City Island Beach, you know what I mean? With the, that's right. I must be flying under the radar, Mike. Uh, no paparazzi around me. All right, good. Well, hey, uh, I just want to talk a couple before we wrap things up. Um, let's talk about the the beer garden down at uh, at Appalachian Brewing Company in Gettysburg. Um, uh, tell me, that's a really unique setting, and I'm looking forward. I think I think maybe we'll make plans to do our next podcast uh, from that location. Well, I'll tell you, like we have the. Uh, we have the outdoor beer garden and, and what we call the Schwemmer. I don't know if you you know what that is. What was but, that again? Uh, in German, it's the Schwemmer. The Schwemmer. The Schwemmer? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, uh, that's his best German accent. Yeah, so. that's all I got. Right there. But, uh, uh, well, one time we were in Germany and we found this, uh, that the pubs would have this outdoor area where you could order a beer uh, at any time you know, before the pub opened and, and, and after it, uh, it was a beer window. And every every time we asked the guy, well, what is this beer window? He, they'd say it, it was the Schwemmer. So we just named ours the Schwemmer for that reason. So you can sit out in the beer garden, you can walk up to the beer window, order your drink, order your food, uh, whatever you want, and you can get it delivered out to your table in the beer garden. It's really cool. Yeah, and it's nice and shaded there. It's a beautiful, yeah, yeah it's a great trees. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're definitely, sure. definitely working at it and uh, trying to keep it fresh and exciting at all times. All right, so I've been impressed uh, for many years uh, how much information that I get out of the, the monthly bruise letter. And so if you want to keep up with everything Appalachian, uh, you can do so, of course, by checking out our podcast here from time to time. But the bruise letter is really the way to, to, to find out what's going on. And it, right now, where things are sort of changing, you know, by the week and by, by the month. Uh, Artie, how do people sign up for the Bruise Letter? It's, a, you, you know, it's the, your take on a company newsletter for to let people know what's going on with all things ABC. Yeah, the best way, Mike, is to go to the website and click the link that says sign up for the Bruise Letter. 
it'll you'll put in your email address and you can also you know say if you don't want to receive uh, too many emails or controls in there that you can use uh, so that you're not getting inundated with emails not that we do that to our customers anyway but um, you know we do want to make sure we have a lot going on and we want to make sure everybody knows about it so we're trying to get as much information out as we can because the, the biggest complaint we have from time to time is hey I didn't know that was happening what sounded like a great time where my friend went and they enjoyed it. I didn't know about it. So it's important to also get that information out as the best as we can. Well, what I like about it is that one comes monthly to the inbox, and it, it's kind of a nice wrap-up. But if you do want to keep up with things daily or, you know, as things happen, of course, you want to go on social media, you know, especially uh, Facebook, and look up your local Appalachian um, you know, brewing company, brew pub, get a lot of info there, hear about daily specials, things that are going on at those individual locations. So a lot of knowledge out there to be found and, uh, you know, plan your next trip wherever you live, wherever your closest brew pub is, uh, make sure to get out and visit and support ABC They're back open. You guys, anything else? Any uh -huh. final thoughts, Carrie? Uh, is there anything, uh, that you wanted to add? Well, I, I think we summed it all up there, Mike. There's been a lot of things going on over the years and, um, you know, super excited and proud of all the hard work that Artie's put into the business and some of the great things that they've done. So it's been fun to, to see all that happen. So, um, hopefully everybody enjoys a good beer this summer and get out get out and get something good to eat. Artie, this is your chance, man. This is your chance to score some points. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, uh... We're going to make her our new uh, company spokesperson. So we're gonna do that. <laughs> that sounded pretty good. So, no, I, I concur with her. You know, we're, uh, we're working hard. We're going to continue to do so. We're going to try to provide the best place for people to go uh, that they're safe and comfortable with and you know, we're just uh, just con continue to earn your business. That's what we're going to do. Well, there are some uncertainties uh, in life right now, but one thing is certain is that Artie is going to continue to leave clothes on the floor for you, Carrie. So. Oh, no <laughs> cheating about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we laid it all out on the floor here uh, today. It's been fun getting to know you guys a little bit better as a couple, and it's always fun to talk to you guys virtually like this, but can't wait until the next time we can get together in person. And so uh, since you guys are both there, I'll send the sentiment is shared by my wife, Tara, who just loves hanging out with you guys, too. So I hope that we can all get together very soon. And uh, I'm sure Artie will have, another, will have another big idea waiting for us very soon. Uh, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. You guys. Mike. For Artie and Carrie, I'm Mike. And this has been the Appalachian Brewing Company Podcast. Until next time. Cheers.